Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch, and Josh is turning 21 tomorrow, I believe. So happy birthday to the guy. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be having a good time tonight and tomorrow, but it's just going to be me today. Uh, We're going to go over, obviously, the elephant in the room, Alex Petrangelo, everything that's going on with that scenario. Uh, I know... I put out a couple tweets and have gotten a ridiculous amount of responses. I'm fired up. You're fired up. Let's talk about it. Let's just air out all the dirty laundry, okay? Because I feel like there's a lot that needs to be said. Um, but we also have a Stanley Cup game tonight. So second part of the episode, we're going to be going into that. But I think we need to dedicate most of the time to the situation at hand. So I believe it was yesterday. Um the report came out that two-time All-Star, Stanley Cup champion, and second all-time leading scorer for the St. Louis Blues in terms of defensemen, um, has been asked to speak to other teams and basically delve into free agency by the front office. Now, I get, like, I think purely this is a tactic to say, like, uh, here's essentially what, like, teams will be looking at you for like on the open market because I think Doug Armstrong is kind of calling everybody's bluff and saying like oh well Petrangelo is asking for this much not a lot of teams are going to be willing to pay that much because of COVID because of everything happening because of the flat cap what have you problem is if you make a player like Alex Petrangelo available there are in my opinion there are plenty of teams that will move mountains to get a player of his caliber on their team. Vegas Golden Knights included. Um, I think that would be a great fit for him. I think the system that they have in place there and the owners really taking care of their players when it comes to contracts. Um, the chemistry, it's a its a Stanley Cup contender every year, really. Um, and I think that's important to Alex Petrangelo as well. But... Let's just backtrack here a little bit to when the Blues traded Jake Allen to the Montreal Canadiens and everybody was kind of like, okay, well, you don't want to see Jake Allen move, but at the same time, if that cap space is being allocated to open up a signing for Alex Petrangelo, then that's a move that, I mean, you'd make that nine times out of ten, right? And personally, in my opinion... Like, Alex Petrangelo is the kind of player... Like, the stats speak for himself. He's a top 5, top 10 defender in the league every year. He's the best defender on our team. Probably the best player on our team. He's a glue guy that holds everything together. He's the captain. He's been in the... He's one of the, like, longest-standing members of this organization. So, uh, to me... I'm frustrated. It's frustrating and befuddling to me because... Like that kind of guy should be should be a priority. We shouldn't see, especially with a GM like Doug Armstrong, like he's been around the way. He knows how to plan for these things. Like it's not like Alex Petrangelo's contact contract 
just came and snuck up on them and like nobody was expecting it. I understand like COVID did kind of sneak up on people and they didn't expect that, but that doesn't that doesn't excuse the fact that all these all these signings happen. Like Braden Shen got signed before Alex Petrangelo, and I get his time was up, but. Like he'll be into his thirties at the end of his contract, so everybody talking about you can't pay a thirty-year-old term like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because Braden Shen, like if you talk about players declining, which I don't think Alex Petrangelo is going to do because his style of play does not dictate a grueling amount of energy onto his body. Like he's a skater, he's a passer, he's got a high IQ, but he's not—he's not a speedster really. He doesn't beat guys with his skate speed, and he's not a physical player. Like he wins board battles, but he's not going out there lighting guys up. And Braden Shen is. And that's how injuries happen. That's how wear and tear on your bodies happen. And that's how, like, going into your 30s and starting to see, a de- like, a declination in play, that's how that happens. A player like Alex Petrangelo is going to age like a fine wine, in my opinion. I stand by that. I've said that over the entire course of this free agency. I There's, there's, not, a lot, there's not a lot of doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. There is a lot of doubt in my mind that he's going to be with, with St. Louis Blues. And it's not because he's asking too much money and he's got one foot out the door and he wants to play for a different team or he's got a, this fascination with his hometown team of Toronto Maple Leafs. Like his entire family is in St. Louis. He just had a kid. He just he just built a house here. He like he literally just had a kid and you're expecting him like people are like, oh, yeah, he just wants to like pick up all his stuff in the house that he just built, like just leave it, move to a new city into a new system and all these things. When he's, when they just won a Stanley cup, when they're a Stanley cup contending team and they're playing well, when he grew up here, like all of that stuff just makes zero sense to me. And so for me, there's three things that are inherently obvious in these negotiations, right? Number one is family, 100%, for all the reasons that I just mentioned. Like, his family means the world to him. And I don't think, like, he's he's obviously making these negotiations and these plans with his wife and his kids in mind. And he's talking to his wife about them. Um, so that's part of it. I think term for him is big just because he's been, like, he's, it's not about the money. It's just about the years because he's been on a team-friendly contract for the majority of his career. So there's no reason for Doug to say like, oh, we got to we gotta fit all these pieces in. And like, I understand that the flat cap is a thing. I get it. But when it comes to like cap casualties and be like, oh, well, we can't afford this guy because of the cap and all these things, like Alex Petrangelo should be at the very bottom of your list. That makes no sense to me. I, like the amount of teams that will and probably are going to throw ridiculous amounts of money at Alex Petrangelo trying to get him to come to their cities so they can win a Stanley Cup, build around him and play around like it's absurd. And so that kind of goes along like he's looking for 7 to 8 years. And the Blues offer him what? 7.7 7 over 5? Like you're not it's like he's not it's not it's like Doug Armstrong's not even listening to what he's saying. Like, if he wants seven or eight years, why would you even offer him five? And from the circles that I'm in with Locked On and everything, I've been talking to some people, and from what I understand, the first contract offered him, I don't know a timetable for this, 
So it could have been last year. I don't think it was this year. I think it was last year or the or some year in the past. The first contract offered to him was less than seven million, which is ridiculous for a player of his caliber. And you can talk like I understand Blues players are used to like all of our players being on team friendly contracts. Tarasenko making seven point five, even like acquiring Ryan O'Reilly and him making seven point five. Like that doesn't really have to do with Armstrong. But we've been – it's notable that all of our players have really been on – I don't know. I guess for the most part, like solid contracts. Like you can look at Steen and like that probably didn't end well like towards the end of it. But at the time, like he was playing a different role. And you just take all these things into consideration. Like the cap casualties too. Like when we traded for Ryan O'Reilly, like a lot of those guys that we traded over there were cap dumps. Because they were problematic contracts signed by Armstrong. So I understand everyone kind of saying like, well, Armstrong's done done a good job in the past. He has. He's good. He's really good with trades. And he's really good at just, I think, streamlining the organization into a position of success. But I don't think, how do I phrase this? He's never really the guy to go after stars. And I feel like, like in, in this instance, it's a sign of disrespect to offer a guy who's contributed so much to your organization considerably less money than the asking price from him and like the median price from across the league. And I understand that like all of these negotiations stuff, like it's none of it is easy, but you know what else isn't easy is talking about erectile dysfunction. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like I lost my mojo or I'm just not feeling it tonight. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is easy. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So go get to Roman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. And if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Check them out. They do great stuff over there. And you know who else is doing great stuff right now is restaurants. And DoorDash makes it easy to support your local restaurants during these difficult times and uncertain times, as everyone likes to say, with COVID. Um, So you've counted on them to help you out during, like, besides COVID. So now they're counting on you. Because they are, they are struggling right now. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. And ordering is easy. Open the, or, open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contact delivery, contactless, sorry, contactless delivery drop-off setting. So you can literally just walk outside your door and sit in there. You don't have to talk to anybody. Don't even have to put your mask on, really. You can just walk up, take it out, get right back in your house and quarantine like you need to be. With over 300,000 
Partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right outside your door, like I said. So right now, our listeners, just for us, just for you guys, because we love you so much. Our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off your and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. No spaces, no nothing for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Anyways, back to the task at hand. I guess in to sum up everything that's going on with Petrangelo, he's the kind of player you want to retire with your career. Like he, you brought him up, you basically raised the guy. He learned how to do everything here, everything he knows. Not everything he knows in hockey, but everything he knows in the NHL is in St. Louis. His family is here. His friends are here. There's, there's no excuse for letting him walk. When all he's asking is for respect, and all he's asking for is get is for to get paid adequately for the amount of work that he's put into this franchise over the years, and like the love that he's put into this organization. And I understand, like, there's always going to be those people that say, like, oh, he's just money hungry. He only cares about himself and getting his dollar. As I, for me, like the Alex Petrangelo that I've seen in press conferences, I've seen at games, I've seen walking around St. Louis at all these fundraisers and everything. That's not the kind of person that he is. You can make your own judgment. That's fine. You can disagree with me if you want. But if this turn, this feels the same way as Albert Pujols. And if you remember, I, I'm a warrior for this on Twitter all the time, but anyone who badmouths Albert Pujols about leaving for the money, and I understand too that it worked out in the Cardinals' favor, but at the same time, the Cardinals haven't done, haven't been very successful without Albert Pujols. So would you rather combat that non-success with historical numbers while he's still in a Cardinals jersey? I would probably say yes, and they probably win at least one more World Series if they signed him again. But they disrespected him by undercutting the numbers that he was asking for dramatically, much like they're doing with Alex Petrangelo. And then he started talking to other teams, and he didn't sign with the team that offered him the most money. He offered, he signed with the team that had the best fit uh, when he was praying, and the Angels owner called him while he was praying about the situation. So I think if the Blues fucked this up, it's going to be the same kind of situation. Uh, if you hear the numbers and everything that's going to be thrown around, like Petrangelo's not going to go to the team that just throws the most money at him because that's not the type of person he is. He doesn't. He cares about playing for a contender. He cares about his family. He cares about fit much over anything above that. Because a lot of people talk about like once you get into millions, like once like if, if you're rich, you're rich, and it's like doesn't make that much of a difference. I think Alex Petrangelo falls into that same category. So we'll see what happens. But I am severely disappointed in this front office for how they've handled things because they could have handled it better. They could have addressed this entire contract situation much before. They could have addressed it before the season um, because they knew Alex Petrangelo didn't want to talk during the season. 
They didn't get anything done. They undercut his contract, like I said, multiple times now. Uh, and in my opinion, it's just disrespectful. Now, here's another thing you have to think about is like a guy like Alexander Steen, like we talked about earlier, he's getting paid more for them than the role he's currently contributing to this team. But Doug Armstrong's so proud. And so, I don't, I, in my opinion, he thinks very highly of himself. So he can't admit the fact when he messed up. So like those players that went over in the Ryan O'Reilly deal, like you can't, he, I don't think he referred to them as a cap dump, but they were. Um, and a guy like Alexander Steen, he's not going to buy out because he never does buy outs because he refuses to make his, like refuses to address the fact that he's made a mistake. And I think that's problematic as well, as long as the fact, as well as the fact that he doesn't do signing bonuses. So he's essentially like handcuffing, handcuffing himself in these negotiations already going in and then undercuts everything that Petranzo is asking for. Like, it just doesn't feel, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> and it's interesting too, that a lot of people get all bent out of shape about, about the term of seven, eight years when the blues, like recent contract extensions have been pretty long, like Braden Shen signed an eight year contract for 52 million. He'll be 36 by the end of his contract. He plays a grueling style of hockey, goes in banging bodies. And, like, we love that about the dude, right? That's a playoff style. Like, we talk about playoff warriors, Sammy Blay, those kind of guys. Braden Shen's the dude you want to you want going to war for you uh, when push comes to shove and when you're in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But, dude, his body is going to take an absolute beating, especially once he starts hitting, like, 31, 32. And then he's going to have four years left. So you talk about deterioration in play, like Alex Petrangelo's play style compared to Braden Shen. I, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll Petrangelo's gonna age like a fine wine in comparison. I think he's gonna age like a fine wine anyways. But Braden Shen, by the end of his contract, he's gonna be banged up, probably have some injuries here and there, and his body's just gonna be wearing down, much like David Backus. And then you take Justin Falk, who signed a massive extension right after we traded for him. And it's like, how can you not feel disrespected if you're Alex Petrangelo? Seeing all these guys come in, not, I mean, seeing, seeing, seeing essentially your replacement come in, right? They're like, oh, like we talked before the season and we undercut you big time, but you didn't sign it. So now we have to go acquire someone we think will be able to take your spot if you don't want to come back for an extremely cheap price when we're undercutting what you're asking for. It's just like, I don't know. The whole thing just doesn't sit right with me. I don't feel good about it. I, 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 when the whole thing came out, like I was, I was skeptical about how we'd be going forward. But now like I, it would take a lot at this point for Petrangelo to come back. If he it feels that way, which from my understanding and what I've heard, he, he does feel disrespected by this organization with how negotiations have gone. So that's not a good sign. Um, <laughs> definitely not a good sign, but I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break real fast, and then we come back, uh, we'll talk about some Stanley Cup action. It's easy for contract negotiations to leave a bad taste in your mouth, especially if you're Alex Petrangelo right now. But one thing that will never leave a bad taste in your mouth is Built Bar. Built Bar is... One of the most delicious protein bars I've ever had in my life. And like after high school, I used to play soccer and baseball in high school, for like 14 years. I played four years of both. But after high school 
Like I had to figure out like, what was my diet going to be? How was I going to get a good exercise in? So I started working out and I was always trying to find like the perfect protein bar that would fit like what tastes good, but will also get me the nutrients I need. And I never really, I, I never really found the answer, but after doing this podcast and getting a care package from Built Bar with the peanut butter flavor in it, dude, oh my God, they got like 20 grams of protein, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for keto diets if you're into that kind of thing. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now on your phone, pull it out, type in BuiltBar.com and you use the promo code Locked On, you'll get $10 off your next order. So what are you doing? Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Like I said, put in Locked On in the promo code, $10 off. Easy money. Best tasting protein bars you'll ever have in your life. I guarantee it. Check them out. BuiltBar.com. All right. We're going to go to another word from one of our sponsors right now. Uh, But when we come back, we're going to talk about the Stanley Cup finals between the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right, folks, welcome back. Let's talk some Stanley Cup finals. So, tonight at 6.30, the Tampa Bay Lightning have made it to the Stanley Cup finals. Let's see if it doesn't blow up in their face this time like it has in years past. Dallas Stars are there as well, the underdog. Nobody saw them coming, just like the Blues last year. Slept on them. I slept on them. Josh slept on them. Everybody slept on them. No one expected them to make waves. Look where they are now. And I think personally, this matchup, we said it on the last couple of pods, but I think it really favors Dallas. Um, So for me personally, especially because Tampa Bay, I don't think has played the opponents that Dallas has. Like they don't have as impressive of a resume and the matchup and the physicality and everything. I think Dallas is going to come out. And we talked about the fight and them fighting back in all these games, 5-0 in overtime. That's nothing to sneeze at. Um it's just a never quit team. Everybody's bought in from top to bottom. I mean, fucking Q Dobin's playing lights out right now. Uh, we'll see if he can sustain that after a couple of days off. Uh, but Vasilevsky looked well too. So, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard fought series. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I don't think it's gonna end four and five games. It's gonna be six or seven for sure. But I think tonight specifically. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be prepared for how well Dallas is going to come out and the amount of fight that they have. Just because I don't like, I mean, we talked about it with Josh and we talked about it with me. Like, I don't think anyone like the underdog factor. I don't think anyone really expects how well this team is, has been playing until you get on the ice against them. And then it's like, you kind of get shocked, you know? And that shot can result in one goal. It can result in two goals. And if Tampa Bay gets down two goals, I don't I don't know if they're going to have especially against this Dallas team. I don't know if they're going to have the mental capacity and the and the grit, I think, that is required in the playoffs and that we've seen teams do well in the playoffs with. Um I don't think they're going to have it in them to come back in like a 3-2 victory or something, especially with Q Dobin playing like he did last series. That was just phenomenal. The guys, I think he's got to be the leading candidate for Con Smythe right now. Um so taking all that into consideration, I'm going to take Dallas winning tonight 2-1. to one. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty good pick. 
Well, that being said, with this with this Tampa Bay team, we have. I mean, we've been talking about how they're getting most of their point production from these top guys in Hedman and Point and Kucherov. Um, all of those guys and the game winning goal comes from Sorelli. So maybe that's a step in the right direction for them. I hope it is. Um, it would make this series a lot more entertaining, even though, even though I think it's going to be entertaining regardless. Um, and obviously the implications of Stamkos possibly coming back at some point, I mean, that has to play a role as well. So I, I really think at this point it could go either way. Uh, I think my favorite right now is Dallas just, just because of the matchup and everything that I've talked about. I mean, you've got Con Smythe candidate and goal. That's always going to be difficult to crack. Um, but locked on players of the game, I think for... Tampa Bay Lightning, I'm going to go with Victor Hedman just because uh, his production offensively has been a staple for this team and their success. And I think um, he's going to be the main person guarding against that onslaught of pressure and onslaught of offensive prowess from every, from all four lines, essentially, of Dallas. Um, so I think he's going to play a vital role in this game if Tampa Bay is going to win for Dallas. Uh, let's go with Mira Heiskanen. We're going to go two defensemen because um, I feel like a lot of people understand how skilled Mira Heiskanen is at like in the offensive zone. And a lot of people like it's not to say that he's terrible in the defensive zone, but he's definitely more more. His mindset is on the offensive zone um, and getting point production. So I think it's going to be big for him to step up in this series. Um, and kind of the same thing as Hedman, whether the storm against the offensive prowess of Tampa Bay and those top two lines. And uh, like if their bottom two lines start producing, they're going to have to weather that as well. Um, but also add some point production on the other side, even though it's not as crucial for this Dallas team because they're getting production from everywhere. Um, I think Heiskanen's kind of been the spearhead of that. Heiskanen and Klinberg, really, from the defensive side. Getting points from your defenseman is always nice, but especially when he's 21 years old, you love to see it. So I think those are my two keys for tonight. Uh, other than that, I think that's all the time we've got for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and just just as a final thought, like I don't want you guys to think like I am, to be fair, about this whole Petrangelo thing. I am speaking on a lot of emotion, but I want you to think I'm just throwing shit out there to like that'll hopefully stick or like caution to the wind or anything like i i've been around the way i've been on twitter for a while and i know like i'm not i'm not just gonna say i'm not just gonna talk out my ass without like knowing anything and like not understanding anything like i this is how i genuinely feel if you guys disagree with that that's okay there's nothing wrong with that we can have conversation some some peaceful conversation about like how these things are going but that's just my opinion uh if you want it, you can take it. If you don't, you can send it right back. But definitely check us out on Twitter at Locked On Blues NHL and Instagram at Locked On Blues NHL. You can follow me on Twitter at Twelcher15. And as always, let's go Blues. Mm-hmm.